Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. Whether you're listening on terrestrial radio across Canada or as a podcast around the world, we certainly wouldn't be here without you. Today, I got another fantastic guest. <laughs> you guessed it. And we're super excited to bring on Holland from Hawaii. And she has an amazing story, a beautiful story of living life in vitality, if you will. I had so much fun throughout this interview. I got to tell you, Holland, she has so many gold nuggets, if you will. She has so many. I was actually writing notes and a few things. I told her in the interview, I said, you could write a a whole line of t-shirts with all your quotes. We're going we're to talk about her recipe book, actually, and how simple it is to create delicious meals. But it's really that, that vitality that I was after. One of the key takeaways for me was how she talked about being alive and vibrant and being able to achieve goals within her body mentally and physically as she gets older. Like one of her goals is to do a handstand and she used to be able to do a cartwheel, but then she stopped doing cartwheels for years and then wasn't able to do it. So we talked about if you don't use it, you lose it. (laughs) But a couple of the quotes that I wanted to share with you is she talked about, are you ready to break up with your beliefs? I love that because so many times we have one belief, one mindset, like I have to work out one way for an hour and a half, for example, or I have to lift weights or I have to go on a diet to lose weight. Like these are all mindset and beliefs that we need to break up with. Otherwise, we're not going to be able to change and see different results. Another one here I absolutely love, eating well is a form of self-respect. It really is putting good quality nutrients into your body is about how you respect yourself, how you appreciate yourself and what you believe you deserve. So a couple of those takeaways I wanted to share with you, but tons of fun. This interview was so enjoyable. I told Holland that I felt like I was talking to myself at times because <laughs> we had so much in common, so many similar beliefs. So sit back and enjoy. we get all that coming up. Uh... This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. All right, welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated, Exploring Mind and Body. You heard all about Holland in the introduction. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Holland. Thank you so much, Drew. I am so pleased to be here with you and your audience. It's our pleasure. So I know that you are in beautiful Hawaii. (laughs) And I have the pleasure to be in, in Los Angeles. So maybe we're sharing some of the same sunshine. We definitely are. I think so. (laughs) The sun is shining on us today. So I'd love to know more about who you are, what you do, and maybe some of your background that you could share with our audience. Absolutely. So I I like to call myself a cook. Um, I guess most people would call me a chef. Uh, I tend to find that I'm much more casual compared to a chef. 
I really care about cooking just so I can enjoy good food. And so my background is, is that I actually went to Cordon Bleu for pastry school about 22 years ago. I had a family and thought I went to school just to make my kids good birthday cakes at that point. And when I was about 29 years old, I had my third child and I just had lost my health. I was overweight. I was at, I think, 170 pounds, which for me, um, I, you know, tend to like to be around 130, 140. So I was like 30 to 40 pounds overweight. And I just really had no vitality in me. I really, you know, I was just going through the motions. Like I wasn't really present in life. And I decided to start looking into health and maybe the correlation between food and health and started reading diet books. And one really stuck out to me. It was called Skinny Bitch. And it was about, uh, you know, living a vegan lifestyle and more so not what it does to the environment or to animals, but more what it was doing in my body. And from there, I just started having tons of ahas and started experimenting and um, for me, it was, you know, the difference between feeling alive and not. And so from there, it was 13 years ago, there were no products that I could eat. And I really took my culinary education and matched it with the new ingredients I was learning about and started cooking and just became obsessed with food, uh, how to have it taste good, but still be healthy and have it working for you. And from there, you know, I've raised my kids in this way um, in terms of this is what they fall back on. My kids are allowed to have their own food relationship. I just try to be a positive, uh, a positive light in it. And then I owned a restaurant for six and a half years uh, where I really experimented with food and really got my knowledge down and started, you know, cooking for other people and understanding it. And I sold the restaurant so that I could write a cookbook and um, really start to help people in their home with understanding how to have food that's healthy, but still tastes good. I feel like owning a restaurant has got to be one of the most challenging things you could possibly do. <laughs> you know, restaurant owners, I think when you're in it, it's just you're so busy. You don't even have time to think about what to complain about. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like there's too much to complain about. Like why even start? <laughs> So tell me your standpoint now when it comes to food. Is there something that you specialize in or something that you particularly believe in? Yeah. So I particularly believe in the fact that we own our own health. I believe your body wants to heal and that food is a great gateway to it. Um, at this point, I believe every diet works because it consciously allows us to see what we're putting in our body and what we aren't. But I do believe most diets aren't sustainable, manageable, or even taste good. And so they're short term. Um, and so for me, plant-based foods work good for me. When I started eating this way, they didn't even call it plant-based. Um, and I thought for a while I could save the world if I made everyone vegan, right? Because like everyone would buy product of the earth and buy product of the animal. And um, that was really beautiful in my head, but it wasn't the truth with what I was seeing. And I also was telling people what to do instead of giving them tools to really get in touch with their body. And so my stance now is I'm people's cheerleader. I can teach them how to use different ingredients. I believe their bodies want to heal and feel vitality. 
Um, I no longer tell people I can help them live longer because I realized I'm 43 and I don't know how long I'm going to live. But I do believe I can teach people to have more vitality in their day and that their own evolution of health will start. And, you know, we talk about this or you talk about it as well. Um, I really believe food is the gateway to opening up. And then you start to open up your mind and you really start to have the mind body connection, which to me is health. So what's the challenge? This is something that we run into a bit when you're working with someone or coaching someone and you say, just try this, Get like mm-hmm. something as simple as, so we have uh, an online program where we do theme weeks. So one of our theme weeks was have a salad every day. So we challenged our group to, to say, just have it. To, to just try a salad every day and see how it makes you feel. And from top to bottom, everyone was amazed. Like in, digestion was improved, energy was improved, mental or mood was improved. But the challenge that we run into is how do you get people to continue to do that <laughs> knowing it's going to make them feel better? They just don't do it. <laughs> I mean, I want to be honest, like a lot of people don't want to feel good. You know, I deal with it all the time. And I think that's part of the pattern loop we get stuck in. And foods also, as they go back to other foods, it supports that feeling, right? They have endorphins going off when they're getting food coloring or different things. And so there's addictive behaviors, just like them feeling good. I mean, for me, I really try to start with people and I'm like, hey, are you willing to break up with some of your beliefs? Like, I want to hear what you believe around food, because the thing is, is, you know, food's such a personal thing and everyone has a relationship with food, whether they want to admit it or not. And from what I see, like most people are in toxic relationships with food. And so there's so many patterns with people that just because they have like that one aha doesn't mean they stick to it. But I do believe when they, you know, fall off that they'll remember that in their tool bag. And like you, you're very, uh, this is exactly what I do. I have a 22 day reset. And the first week is either to add in a smoothie or a salad with the way they eat, right? Just some whole foods in there with how you eat normally. And so, but then week two, we go plant-based and week three, we go gluten-free. And so trying to keep them on that, you know, for at least 22 days so that really a habit can get formed. So that's what I do. There's so many things. I'm, I was just taking notes there. I feel like you have like a whole line of t-shirts that you could make with some, some of these phrases. <laughs> it, you know what? It is really true. Like in my cookbook, oh my God, I love this quote. And um, it says, eating well is a form of self-respect. So like, that's what I try to get into people. Like, are you respecting yourself? Do you get that? Like, when you choose to do that. And like, I also give people a lot of room on their food. You know, the thing is, is if I have someone that eats burgers every day and they eat two burgers, like I'll switch them to three beyond burgers. I want them to feel satiated and full. And even if they're having more calories, I know that those foods are going to go into their body and start healing with where they're at. Like a beyond burger is not going to heal me, but it's going to heal someone that's been eating McDonald's every day. You know, I love that eating well is a form of self-respect because you you think about the self-sabotage that people put themselves through and it doesn't matter what stage they're in. Like in many cases, we see people that see great results and then all of a sudden they kind of fall off a bit and you see that self-sabotage and maybe self-worth of that. I'm feeling great. I'm, I'm doing a great job. I'm on track. And then for whatever reason, they don't deserve to continue to feel that good 
You know, that's funny because as you say that, like, I'm not so much in the business of helping people eat better. Like, I'm really in the business of helping people stop being at war with themselves. And I really do think that's part of it. You know, we have these patterns and these habits as human beings. I mean, I go through it still all the time, right? Like, I do cleanses, I do liver flesh once or twice a year, right? And I'll feel incredible. Like, I'm I'm not a runner at all. And I'll be like, oh, I could run a marathon. I don't even have to train for it, right? When you're feeling that good. You're like, oh, I understand how they move boulders. And then, you know, once I get out of it, like I don't continue that. Like I fall back into my things, right? I go back to what my comfort foods are and, you know, it brings me back down. I would say grounded, like I still feel good, but I have those, I still have those tendencies. So it's really easy to see it with other people. You know, it's just, theirs is more of shock value, (laughs) I have to tell you real quick. I ran, I, I, the furthest I ran was about 10 kilometers. And this was a number of years ago, or not a number of years ago, it was three or four years ago. And then I, there's a few people in my life that were running and they're like, oh, you can't run 10K. You can't run a half marathon. And I was like, yeah, I can. <laughs> I was like, I bet I could. So, I, and I, so I eat well and I use food to fuel my body and heal my body and I work out. I don't run for long distances, but I work out regularly. So I went and ran a half marathon without training and people thought I was absolutely insane. And, and it was excruciatingly painful and I didn't, I'm sure. (laughs) And I didn't enjoy it. But then the next day I ran another 10 K just because I wanted to see if my body would recover and it did. And I think that like that to a lot of people is absurd, but it's not if you know how well you nutritionize your body properly every single day. It's so true. And it's the same thing. You know, I have um, I'm 43. I have three kids and my goals for this year physically are to be able to do a handstand, you know, unassisted with a wall and to be able to do a handspring. And, um, you know, I don't have a lot of friends at 43 that are trying to become like more gymnastic. Right. (laughs) And for me last year in December, it was to do a handstand. Right. And I do yoga um, quite a bit. I actually do it for mental benefits more than my body at this point. But what I realized is just showing up for myself and not even practicing a handstand every day that my body kept getting stronger and stronger. And like one day I was just like, oh, I'm totally in a handstand. (laughs) Right. And it's like, I think we do that where we single focus on one thing instead of just being like healthy and, you know, being impossibility that like my body is in good health and can do these things. But we singularly focus, right? And then we can do one thing, but we haven't really added anything else to our life. And so for me, with all of it, it's like, I have these goals to get better. But it's not like that's my single focus. It's just within health. Like I go to yoga, I go to Pilates, I go on beach walks. And then I'm able to do these new things with my body. I love that. That's awesome. I have, I really like gymnastics myself and I've been doing, I've always wanted to do a front flip, I gotta tell you. So 
for a while. I'll be there next year once I get the handspring. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But the thing for me is I always set these goals for myself and I feel like there's some, I always think to myself, is there something wrong with me? Because I feel like a lot of people that are, seem to be getting older, (laughs) as we all do, their, their goals have nothing to do with fitness or, I don't know, it's, it's just like, oh, maybe I should do something less active because I'm getting older. And I'm like, why? Why do you have to oh do God. less things as you age? I don't understand. So thank you for giving me a bit of inspiration to know that I'm not crazy for wanting to do more things. I have friends tell me all the time that with aging is that people believe that, you know, it stops or your body stops working for you because we've been told that. And for me, the opposite's been true. Like I'm stronger and, you know, i there's certain things happening, like my skin's detaching from the muscle. Like I am aging, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it happens, <laughs> but, but I'm stronger. I'm faster. You know, I, and I don't see it slowing down. And this is the really interesting thing with like handstands, like all my friends complain about their back, right? Only oh, with my back, my back and anyone with back issues, like I am not putting you down by any means, but like, this year, while a lot of my friends feel like their body's giving out and going out on them, like for me with the handstands, like I can take a hit on my back so well for being 43, but I think for any age, cause you fall a lot, right? <laughs> when you're learning. And so for me, it's like not being scared. Like I'm like, my, I'm in good health. Like my back can take some hits, you know, where like a lot of my friends, when I do it and I fall, they're like, oh my God, you're going to hurt your shoulder. You won't come back from that. So people <laughs> are in fear of aging and then they just kind of step out of life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. hundred percent. I couldn't agree more. Tell me about, this was profound, if you will, when you said, I don't think people want to feel better. This is super interesting to me. And I'll share my story, but I want to hear some more thoughts from you on that. You know, it's really interesting because I work with a lot of people and I work with a lot of private clients. And I I actually just heard this on a book or in a book yesterday. And I was like, oh, I'm so stealing this. Like, thank you, Hal, who wrote The Miracle Morning, because he said, you know, I think we have something in common and I can guarantee you we have it in common. I know most human beings, we probably have a lot in common, but this one thing and it's the need as a human being to be better than where we are. And he said, your life may be even good right now, but I guarantee you want it to be better. You believe it can improve in some areas, right? And I was like, oh, I love that, right? Because it's not like your life's horrible and I can make it better, right? So we all have this need to improve. But what I found is that there's a lot of people that are stuck in a negative pattern loop of feeling bad is what they know and they go back to it. For me, there's nothing special about me except for the fact that I decided I wanted my life to look different and that was my number one priority, right? And so people don't make it a priority to feel good. You know, we're all codependent, which I believe we should be dependent, but a lot of times we want to help people with their problems and not have to look at ourselves. Yeah, we always give the best advice to other people, but never to ourselves. (laughs) I could probably call some friends in and they'd be like, "Uh uh-huh, calling in her advice. (laughs) Well, you know what was interesting to me when you said that people don't want to feel better and you, I mean, this is so interesting. I've never heard someone else say that, but I think it all the time because we have the ability, we have the knowledge. Maybe there's some lack of motivation at times, but when you, when we work with someone, for example, like we've 
had this has literally happened that people have started to feel better and started to see results for the first time in years and then they're like sh they're shocked they're they're scared to death that they're not going to have a crutch they don't need medication they don't need to see their doctor once a week and then what does their life look like and then they so then they stop the program are terrified of of feeling better on a regular basis and then go back to their regular lifestyle. A hundred percent. And I see it time and time again. And you know, it's such an interesting thing. It's like, maybe it's that responsibility of like, oh my God, I can't keep this up. Like this is going to be my life forever. And you know, for me, like being plant-based, right. And vegan, uh, people are like, why did you choose that over everything? And literally, I think it was because I could still have sugar. <laughs> like I said, I went to pastry school, right? It was like the only one that was an anti anti sugar. And I think that was one of the reasons I chose it. And but with that, like, for me with plant based foods, you know, and I am a pastry chef, I am everything like, I could enjoy all the foods I loved right? Like I still have lasagna. Like last night, my son made me fried avocado tacos, which are like my play on, you know, fish tacos. I still eat these foods that bring so much pleasure to me, right? And so I don't feel like I'm in deprivation. And I think that's another thing to understand is like people who are overweight, think that the only way they can lose weight is deprivation. Yeah. This comes back to breaking up with your beliefs. Like, hey, is there any way you would, uh, possibly just like entertain me for a minute on fruit is bad, right? <laughs> because like if fruit's bad, then it's God's sick sense of humor. Because if you look at the abundance of fruit trees compared to like, even if you look at vegetables, like vegetables aren't popping up and growing everywhere. Like this is what we have to do to create them where fruit trees are just natural abundance. They drop and grow more. You know, and so it's very interesting to me. And so for me, I just try to put a little doubt, right? Like, hey, have you ever noticed how many mango tree or how many mangoes are on that tree? Don't you think maybe we're supposed to eat it when it's here? Right. And so just getting like little things because people are so stuck in their beliefs. Like, I mean, I'm a mom, right? And I have a spicy side, like 1% Spanish and Portuguese, and it comes out at times. <laughs> And people will be telling me so much stuff. And it's like, I don't mean to be mean, you know, but I'm like, hey, you seem to know all this info and you seem to have it all in. And I don't know where I can come in to help you. But like, I'd love you to look in the mirror and I'd love you to look at me because like I am what you want to be. You know, I'm not overweight. I have vitality. I have dreams. I live my version of my dream life. Right. And I'm constantly growing. And so like a lot of times I just have to point it out to my clients. Like you have all this information and you believe all these things, but you're stuck. So are you willing to listen to someone else's way or why someone may think your beliefs, you know, have room for improvement? Tell me one of my last questions here before we have to start to wrap things up. Tell me what that life is like in Hawaii, like Hawaii's exotic and it's exclusive. <laughs> it feels like... Something it definitely is my version. Like, I do not want to sell my dream life to people because a lot of people would think it's absolutely crazy, right? And like, for me, I, I'm a very busy person on Hawaii. I would guess most people think I have a lot going on compared to most people who live here um, because I'm like ADD or whatever it is. I have no idea. I'm not diagnosed, but I definitely know that I'm able to <laughs> be busy. And um, it's super interesting. So for me, my dream life is, you know, being able 
able to be in dresses all the time. I always loved warm weather. I say I'm a solar being. So living here is absolutely perfect to me. I'm a Pisces, Pisces, Scorpio. So I'm a water sign. I love being around water. I feel my most creative. So living on an island with, you know, no landmass around you for 2,600 miles is incredible for me. And, you know, I, I'm surrounded by nature's beauty all the time. I mean, my breath is taken away after 18 years just by driving out of my driveway, which to me is so important because I feel very connected spiritually to the land. It's nice to hear because I always think it's been a couple of years since we've had our own place in LA. And I, I still, because we go back to Canada quite often, but I still, like I, I, I never want the ocean, like the feeling of the ocean breeze to go away. Or I never want one like to take one sunset for granted. I always want to be amazed about the beautiful things that we have in this world and have appreciation for them. And I do. I find it everywhere at this point. I mean, this is a really interesting thing between being in a negative compared to or a fixed to, you know, which mindset you're in. But like everywhere I used to go, I used to complain. Like in L.A., I'd be like, oh, the traffic in San Francisco. I'm like the noise pollution. How can anyone live like this? Right. You know, and and it was pretty funny because like once I started breaking up with my beliefs and I stopped complaining and really got into gratitude for it, like. I love the traffic in LA now. I mean, I'm like, oh my God, look how many people there are. Like there's so many cars. This is so opposite of where I live. And in San Francisco, I'm like, oh my God, listen to the symphony of people and human beings. And it's like, nothing changed in the cities. It all changed within me. And that's what has to happen. We have to make our own internal changes. I don't even think someone like you or I, we can't make someone change until they're ready to make that change. Yeah, like I tell people like by no means, like I'm your cheerleader and I have tons of tips and tricks and tools to help you get there, but it has to come from you. And you have to know that like, there's no end point with it. Anyone who's selling you a program you can stay on for the rest of your life and have a good life is lying to you. There wouldn't be variety of life if we were supposed to be fixed on one thing or the variety of ingredients there are in this world. I really do love helping people like this. So if any of your audience has questions about this, I'm on my Instagram or through my email. It is me. And so I just want to tell any of your audience, like I love talking to people and helping set them up on a path or getting them anywhere. So if anyone has questions, like I personally respond to all my DMs. So tell, tell us about your website or your book or how people can get more details about, about you. Absolutely. So my website's Holland Hawaii, which is H-O-L-L-A-N-H-A-W-A-I-I.com. And we actually have a couple different programs that we're doing. We have a 22-day reset. I have a five-day reset, which is actually 20 different videos um, to show you actually how to make the food and have 20 new recipes to add to your life. And then the thing I'm most proud of is my hard book, which is Good Food Gratitude. And it's over 100 recipes. And they're definitely from very healthy all the way to comfort foods and everything in between. And um, that's available on my website as well. Fantastic. Colin, it was an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. I could just stay on with you for hours. Thank you so much. And thanks for having a podcast that brings light to all of this. It's our pleasure. Thank you. 
All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being a part of our True Form Life community and sticking around till the end. We're on Facebook.com slash True Form Life. If you'd like to follow us along there, we would love it. If you joined our community, we do free fitness challenges. We do nutrition challenges. Oftentimes, all the, the only cost is your time and participation to come in and see what we do and learn about how we can help you. We have a seven-day, seven-minute Tabata challenge going on right now that is so much fun. I got to tell you, the activity, the action, the accountability, the posts going up. So if you're interested in one of those in the future, definitely follow us along there. We're also on Instagram.com slash Drew Tadia. If you're listening to the show, if you're enjoying the show tag us in your story in one of your one of our pictures and we'll have a little prize for you so check that out at instagram.com slash drew tadia again i want to thank you for being here we've been on the show we've been on air and on as a podcast for years now and we couldn't be more grateful for your support many of you have been following us for years and then we have a good number of brand new listeners as well so thank you for your attention and your time and coming in to see what we have going on our all past shows are going up on exploring mind and body.com at this point in time we have over 450 shows that we've put together over 10 years of content and amazing guests so you can check out all past shows there our main website is trueformlife.com this is where we do meal planning recipes grocery shopping lists at home workouts we have a blog with recipes outside the box thinking and we also have a newsletter that you can join the thing about newsletters is most of our audience is on social media if you're not part of our newsletter and we lose you on social media for whatever reason all kinds of crazy things are happening in this world around privacy and around platforms then we're not going to be able to reach you if something happens to us on that platform or something happens to you. So re reach out. If you're not on our newsletter list, ask how you can be. We put all our best content out throughout the week, and we always put in a recipe or a workout or something in that regard to help you stay accountable and on track working towards your fitness and health goals. Once again, thank you so much for being here. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Taddy, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.